Welcome to the Happy Client Show. This is the weekly podcast dedicated to helping inbound agencies master the art of truly delighting their clients. This episode is brought to you by Do Inbound, the project and process management platform built by an agency for agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ben and Andrew. Hey guys, put your aprons on. This kitchen's about to get really hot because we're talking about client fires. We've been talking about client fires all season. My name is Ben Butler. This is my co-host, Andrew Dimsky, the man himself. Andrew, how you doing? Doing good today, man. This is an intense season, Ben. We're talking today about how to deal with clients that badmouth your agency. You know, this is a tense topic. It's the sort of the aftermath of what would have been a bad client relationship. You're both trying to move forward, but that client, man, they're just not ready to go yet. Yeah. This is what I like to refer to as when sore turns into bitter fury. (laughs) So, (laughs) and again, this is like something that I was having a lot of trouble preparing for in the sense of I couldn't find that many resources out there to address this topic. So I'm really excited to talk about this and to give you all a resource uh, for this kind of situation. Again, you want to be prepared for this. You don't want to be you know, going into this, making it up as you go. And I come from a public relations background. I've put out fires and fires and fires. And one of the biggest things that is so important is to prepare for a crisis before it happens. And I would classify this a bit as an agency crisis. I mean, bad reviews are, people look at reviews a lot, especially in our day and age. And if these bad reviews are appearing on the interwebs, that's not going to be good. Um, But there's one thing that I, I, one disclaimer I want to put out there before we dive into how to prepare for this is that let's, let's just be honest. If you're getting a lot of consistent bad reviews, uh, more than likely it's probably not your client. It's you as an agency. So check yourself first. And if this is the case, then you, you need to rethink things and you need to analyze yourself first before you begin preparing for this. Wouldn't you say, Andrew? Uh, I totally agree, Ben. Um, you don't want to be that person that's always blaming someone else when there's a bad situation around that turns out it's you. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is, is there someone who got ticked off and then said, Hey, I'm so pissed that I'm going to go out and degrade this agency out of spite not necessarily i mean maybe they've got a good reason to be mad ben but this person is definitely the oddball out yeah and this honestly if you're running a good ship this probably isn't going to happen very often but what happens if it does again you know being prepared so here we go step one and this is again this is a lot inspired by my pr background and some crisis communication again it's all preparation so be on the lookout step one stay on the lookout a lot of former clients who threaten to badmouth you or write reviews are mostly full of hot air, and that's just the truth. I mean, how many times have you been sitting in a restaurant and you were really upset? How often did you actually go out and fulfill to write that bad review? I'd be willing to bet 99% of the time no, but there is that 0.1% where you feel compelled. So be on the lookout, and when you see them come in, here's what to do about them. Step two. Andrew, what is step two here in this process? Well, we're going to respond to those bad reviews. You know, we want to engage that conversation because I think it just gives it more truth. If it's sitting out there, even if it's one bad review, it's all by itself. That gives me a sense of doubt as I read it. So I like to engage with that and, you know, have a conversation around that, um, whether it's on a public forum or if it's directly to that 
um, ticked off previous client, you guys can determine that how you want to manage that as a, as an agency. I would definitely say I'm a fan of a public reply just so that the world sees that you've engaged with that person. Um, but you got to respond to those bad reviews. They're not just going to go away, Ben, if you ignore them. Yeah. And to point back to PR, you know, what happens if a reporter asks you for a comment on something and you say no comment? Yeah. Wow. You never say no comment and you never not respond to these, uh, especially because people are going to find this response or this review. And so you're not even really writing this review or this response to that bad review. You're not even writing this for the person who left it. You're writing it for the person who finds that bad review. And so I put in my search, I did find one helpful piece uh, from the internet and it's from a site called Milo.com, which I will link. And um, here's a little script and I'm not going to read it verbatim, but here's an example of a response to a bad review. It's dear Mr. Prospect, sorry, basically sorry you had a bad experience and then go into the reason why it's not okay. Unfortunately, you had some demands which our firm wasn't prepared to accommodate. While we understand that limitations can be frustrating, we ask that you please try to keep your temper under control in the future. And then to kind of talk about what happened, what's the other side of the story here? The young woman you spoke with was pretty shaken up for the next hour or so after speaking with you. The hostility and insults you directed to her were very uncalled for. Unfortunately, because of this, even if we could meet your demands, I'm afraid that we wouldn't be able to work with you. So basically you're explaining what happened. Sorry for the frustration. You weren't, you know, two rights don't make a wrong here. And, you know, if you'd like to discuss further, here's our email to schedule time. But basically you just showed a prospect who found this, that you're responsible, that they might say, oh my goodness, yeah, that person's an idiot, you know? So I think it's so important to have a good response. Amen. I love this response, Ben, because it's that high road. You're showing that you're engaging. You're showing that you've heard them, but also you kind of make this person look like an idiot at the same time. Um, so this is a great way to handle someone who was just not realistic in their, you know, they're just being out of control in their reply. Um, and I, I like your point as well about you're not writing it for the person who wrote it. You're writing it for the person who reads it. I think that's a really, really important point. And it rolls into step number three here, which is to actively generate positive reviews. Add this to your process so that when someone, when you do complete a project or you complete a milestone in a retainer, you're encouraging your happy clients to go out there and leave reviews, whether it's Facebook, Yelp, Google+, uh, Better Business Bureau, Angie's List, uh, wherever you want to generate these reviews, have your clients go out there and leave a positive review. The HubSpot Marketplace could be one place where you want you want to point folks to say, hey, let us know how did we do configuring your HubSpot portal? How did we do setting up your, this COS project for you? If there's a sort of like a, a community site that you're a part of, if you're a part of another uh, marketing automation VAR program, sending them to the, those places where you can build up local referrals, um, that's really, really important because then you sort of beat them to the punch, Ben, and the last thing you want is that one or two lone one, two-star reviews sitting out there. Um, and it feels like sometimes even a two- or three-star review is even a heavier hit than a one-star review because mm -hmm. I think as a culture, we're, we kind of know the people that just got pissed and went out and left reviews. We can filter those now. But if you see someone who left a three-star review, that's like, ah, 
they know what they're doing. <laughs> they went out and they just said, eh, this, these guys just didn't quite live up to it. Yeah. Um, so it's important to have folks who are going out there giving you five-star reviews, and then when you do see those low stars, those people who are just complaining, you've got those follow-ups in place. Yeah, and I can already hear some of the agency owners out there. Well, you know, we don't really care about the reviews out there in the interwebs. Our our prospects know who we are, and their friends know who we are. Well, I'm sorry. You should care because someone might decide to go with you, a new piece of business, and there are companies worth half a billion dollars that use the internet to find their next agency. And uh, what happens if they find a bad review? So you should be gathering your reviews for new business purposes and just to lessen the blow of a bad review. And like Andrew's saying here, it's that one three-star that gives you the three-star that might turn away that really good prospect. And especially – I mean like we're talking inbound agencies a lot here. And so inbound is digital. It's people are finding you and researching you online. So you have to – be building a good presence and have your reviews there. There's really no excuse to not gather your testimonials and not just that, but to put those testimonials as many places as you possibly can. Facebook, Yelp, Google Plus, Angie's List, the HubSpot Marketplace, Better Bureau, Business Bureau, and all those places. It's gonna, it's really going to help for business, but also for a situation like this. So that's a bit of uh, preparation and prevention. But, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're right on. Be prepared for this stuff, Ben, before it happens. Yeah. Amen. And this is another situation where uh, step four is to call in reinforcements. And if you don't have an agent or if you don't have an agency, if you don't have a client who you're good enough friends with or have a good enough relationship with to call in as a reinforcement, someone to help you out, then I think you really need to examine yourself. I could think of at least five people who would step up to the plate if I asked them to and would do a really good job. And basically this method is to, you know, instead of you responding, you could have a client respond or a former client who, and basically what they do is they respond to that and counter the experience with their experience and maybe even link to a case studies page, you know, or to something like that. This is so powerful is that, there and this happens a lot, you know, on Facebook and things of that nature, where people are just absolutely tearing stuff down. And the following comes and says, "Nah, that's that's not. It must have been you. I'm sorry. I mean, we had a great experience. I think that's an undervalued tactic. So you want to definitely have some friend clients who are really going to step up to the plate for you. That's good. The last step, then, the most extreme. Consider legal action if defamation is happening. And here you obviously want to consult with your attorney before you make any steps like this. But sometimes, Ben, it just goes too far. Uh, and someone is just, you know, they are maliciously trying to degrade your business. They're going out there. Maybe they're harassing your current clients. If you've got, like, clients listed on case studies in your website or you've got logos listed of companies you work with, maybe they're, like, actively going out, going after these people this is a time to think like should we should we make this a legal matter? This is a very intense situation to be in. You don't don't want to rush straight to this, um but you this is the last step here and you want to at least have it on the plate and have a process in play like if we see someone like this, here's where we're going to go, here's how we start the conversation and we initiate action like this. Yeah, and again, this is one of those situations. Have a plan. Be prepared. And you might be sitting there out, out there right now saying this will never happen to us, but you know, there's always a possibility. And so you got to be ready. And again, I think for all of this, this uh, you know, dealing with a bad mouth 
uh, client is to come prepared, have a strategy for the situation, really equip and build on these. And I promise you, you'll be on your way to not only a more fruitful business, but a more fruitful and enjoyable life. Thank you for listening to The Happy Client Show. You can find the notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash happy. That's doinbound, all one word, slash happy. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first process and project management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review of the show to help spread the happy client show vibes. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.